0: day everyone this is Indie Mixtape where we give you a monthly playlist of indie games. I'm your host Monty here joined by my precious co-host Caitlin. How are you Caitlin?
1: Hi I'm good. How are you Monty?
0: I'm good. We're having a pretty pretty wild week.
1: We are. We sure are.
0: Um, Should we talk about like what we're doing?
1: Yeah we can because this is gonna come out on Saturday so um, in case y'all missed it uh after egm killed all of their upcoming features we said hey what if we tried to take some of them and we were gonna pay for four at a hundred dollars each which isn't a ton but it's what we could afford um and we put together a paypal pool uh in case people wanted to help us uh kind of mitigate the costs and some of that and then we ended up with twelve thousand dollars Um. So we're taking all the EGM features that have been sent to us. Um, if you're listening to this right now, the pool itself is closed, um, unless you're listening on Patreon. But the um, the deadline to get your EGM piece to us is going to be next Friday, which is the 24th at noon Pacific time. Um, so you have time to shop them around and all that kind of shit. Um, we are only taking EGM pieces right now, just because there's a ton of people who got really fucked over. And so that's what we want to focus on. Um, and so we'll open our regular pitches, uh, for June,
0: but yeah, did I miss anything Monty? No, no, you did everything fine. Um, you can email the pitches at, uh, uppercut pitches, uh, plural. So Hmm. uppercut pitches with an S at gmail.com. Um, again, your deadline is up until next Friday, the 24th. I am really happy that we're going to be able to help everyone, which is pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very happy. It, 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 it's it's our message. It, it's, it's what we want to do. And then we're doing it. And it's so good. It makes my heart so fucking warm. It's great.
1: <laughs> Hell fucking yeah. So yeah, so that's, uh, I guess that's the news corner. Uh, today. We don't normally really have too much to talk about in that regard, but...
0: Yeah, usually we're just the uh, chillin'. Um, yeah. But, yeah, speaking of chillins, cats do that, and we played Hustle Cat, and it was fun. <laughs> yeah!
1: <laughs> so, Monty, tell the people, what is Hustle Cat?
0: So, Hustle Cat is a really fun dating sim that Caitlin suggested this month and it is about you uh working at a cat cafe uh and there's a little twist uh you can date all the boys all the girls and you do i spoil it i mean the game's been out since like 2016
1: yeah also i feel like it's in the pitch of the game right like yeah yeah let me, so let me, pull, let me pull up the itch page
0: they'll just they just keep saying it like Oh, it's a twist. There's a twist and they don't say anything, but, like, the game's been out since 2016.
1: Yeah, I also, like, don't think it really, like, ruins anything,
0: you know? Because it's still pretty fun. I went into this, like, blindsided and was like, what the fuck? Like, I wanted to text you so bad, but I was like, I want to wait till talking about it now. Yeah, um, so,
1: okay, so we're gonna do, I we're gonna spoil Hustle Cat's, like, main premise. We won't spoil the plot details or whatever that happens after, but it's kind of hard to talk about it without talking about that part.
0: <laughs> yeah. So here's a spoiler for anyone who wants to play this um, for some reason and now know about it. Um, so the people that you work with are the people that you date, but um, at nighttime they turn into cats. Hmm.
1: Yeah. It's basically like. There's a curse on the cat cafe, um, and so anytime any who there leaves the cafe, they turn into a cat.
0: And it's fucking crazy. I think what I was like an hour into, no, an hour and a half into the game, um, just kind of like meeting everyone and just like seeing like who I feel for. I'm like, all right, who who am I gonna fuck? And then when I leave like my shift after my first day, I believe. Um, these cats start talking and their are voices that you recognize and you realize mm-hmm. that they are the people that you work with. And then they explain mm-hmm. like the owner, Graves, who's this like super gothy emo guy. and I wouldn't say emo, he's just like gothy vampire. Yeah,
1: he's like an Edgar Allan Poe ass motherfucker.
0: Yeah, he's super pretentious, um, fucking crazy, but he has pretty eyes and he basically <laughs> puts a- <laughs> he puts a curse on everyone that works there and Um, your character is just like, Oh, I mean, I'm going to turn into a cat and like, no one says anything. And they're just like, okay, well I have to figure this out. How, how do I fix this curse? Um, this game was really fun. I really liked the writing a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I like that
1: there's like a lot of mysteries to it and like Mm -hmm. they let you kind of make a lot of assumptions based on what the character assumes Mm -hmm. and then like a lot of that stuff kind of ends up being um like not necessarily untrue but just like not what you think it's gonna be.
0: Yeah yeah it's it's a lot like I I played um I played the Landry route which is, I think, the first character you meet mm-hmm. um in the game. I wanted to pick Landry because he had a stupid stupid name. Like he's almost called Laundry. <laughs> um and but he was like so his 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 dialogue and like his uh character design reminded me a lot of uh Makoto Tachibana from Free, the swimming anime. Yes. And, like I have been in love with Makoto Tachibana since it came out, so like eight years, and I was just like, okay, I, I've already decided. I the first guy. This guy's like a lot. Um, so yeah, I picked him, and it was a very warm room. I, I know there's other routes that are probably more crazier than this one for sure, um, but it was very comfortable. But I was like really surprised. I'm not gonna like spoil the ending, but mm-hmm. um, something I really like too is the music in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, the fucking intro, I was, like, playing it in my living room with, like, my roommates. And they're just like, are you fucking listening to, like, Hatsune Miku? And I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
1: for, for Landry's route, did his, like, cat Sona, like, d- you don't have to go into, like, details, but, like, did his cat Sona, like, play into it at all?
0: Oh, for sure. For sure. I think it's, like, the shaggy hairness. Um... I don't, in my heart, I don't believe he's, like, a big, fluffy cat. Um, I think he's more of, like, you've seen my cat, Kevin. You mm-hmm. see, he's, like, a short-haired. I think mm-hmm. he would be like Kevin, but a brown-haired. Um, mm-hmm. The, I think another, another route that I want to play, because I'm still going to play this after our episode, because mm-hmm. I want to do uh, Finley's route, which mm-hmm. is one of the girls in the game. Yeah, I played Finley through. Oh, you did? Oh my gosh. She's like the internet famous cat. And Mm -hmm. she's just so cute and she just has a lot of energy and that's like the opposite of like what I am. And I'm just like, I I need to see how it is dating someone like this.
1: Yeah, I was originally going to go for, I can't remember her name right now, but the chef. Oh, Mason? Um, Yes. But those like strong silent types always end up losing my interest because like they take too long to show like why they're interesting mm-hmm. other than just then them just being like broody and quiet and mm-hmm. I have such a weakness for like women who are cute and positive and fun but also very competent and like Finley is extremely that
0: <laughs>
1: so I was like oh shit oh fuck oh no uh, <laughs> But yeah, I really like Haru. I really, really like Finley. I like, I pretty much liked all of the characters. I think that some of them kind of shine through better than others.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I think Finley, Landry, and um, the short kid who's the assistant manager or whatever.
0: It seems like something with an R. I want to say Reese or Ross. Reese.
1: Reese. Yeah, it's Reese. Okay. I feel like those three like really, really shine. And then Mason and the quiet, anxious kid.
0: Um, hey, yeah.
1: yeah, They they kind of like fade more into the background a little bit.
0: That's like unfortunate because like if it's if it's like not like a you you know I, I like my guys dumb and and sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's what I go for. That's why I went for Landry, but he's he's a little he's a little too smart. If he was just like, like two percent, that, <laughs> that would be perfect. Um, but my second option would be like really like shy guys and I wanted to do um Hayes but I was like no I, I kind of want to like go to Finley because she's like a lot more energetic and I'm really interested in that route but no that's, yeah. that's, that's, like, that's like disappointing to hear um that he's like because I think his character has a lot of potential especially when someone's shy like it's very easy to kind of like make the light go through and like the character um dialogue and everything
1: yeah and I mean like I didn't Finley was the only route that I've played so far
0: mm-hmm. but
1: I just, like, I went with her because she stood out the most to me, mm-hmm. and, like, the characters that I felt stood out the most were definitely, like, Landry, Reese, and Finley. Mm. And Reese, so, like, which Reese I, I think fight. is a personal. Yeah, I wanted to fight Reese, too, but, like, that made me pay attention to him, you know?
0: Yeah, you're right, you're right. Um... I think something else that's really cool in the game is that, like, half of these characters are, like, brown and dark skin, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, that's very wild for me for a... Sorry, that was my phone. Please go on silent. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Um, so, I was really surprised just to see the brown and dark skin characters, because a lot of the dating sims that, like, you know, like, I would play are like, other people would suggest they'd have like five these like very light-skinned characters um Mm -hmm. maybe one like ambiguously like asian person and um like maybe one or two brown characters um and a lot of them kind of do the whole like stereotypical route like they grew up with like a really bad life and all that stuff so it was really cool to see and like just kind of flirt around with like so many people that like have my skin color which is really cool
1: yeah i definitely like the diversity in the skin color and then also like the pronouns and stuff Mm -hmm. um because you can choose your own pronouns and shit um i do wish they had a little bit more body diversity Mm -hmm. um Mm because all the characters are kind of tiny but still you know good parts good
0: they, they 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 doing it, they doing it, they trying.
1: Uh, <laughs> it's also a game that came out four years ago, so, like, good on them.
0: Yeah, yeah, oh my god, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, no, I I really like this game. Uh, I think my top three things that I really enjoyed um, was just Landry's kindness, because I was just like, wow, it would be nice to maybe have a boyfriend again, but then I, like, clock myself out, like, no, I don't. Um, <laughs> two the music was just really awesome um and three I think just anything dealing with cats and I think the idea of like working at a cat cafe is so cute um Mm -hmm. when you showed this to me and I saw hustle cat I was like okay this is like a witchy like cat game like I'm probably playing as a cat or something no it was a fucking dating sim and I was like caught off guard and I was like all right cool cool this is great and I had a lot of fun with it yeah, I got the game in a bundle
1: of like dating sims a while ago and I hadn't ever gotten around to playing it, but I actually heard Gita Jackson talking about it briefly on an episode of Waypoint Radio a couple weeks ago and I was like so then when you were like you can pick the game, I was like, Oh shit, we have Hustle Cat. We should nice. just play that.
0: <laughs> nice. Well, I'm really happy that you suggested it because I really like it and I'm gonna like keep on playing it. Oh um, yeah. Usually when games have a lot of roots, I'm only, like, fixated on doing one. Um, the one other dating sim game that I got, like, all roots on was uh, How to cool Boyfriend. But that's me dating pigeons. So maybe just <laughs> dating sims involving animals, which doesn't sound okay, um, I guess. That's- <laughs> mm, I'm going to reward that differently. I'm not going to finish that sentence. But um, I-, <laughs> I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was really cute um a lot of dating sims i see also kind of like lack in background art so they'll be like just kind of like you're you're in someone's room it'll be just like a clean cut bed and um maybe one like drawer and that's it they were really detailed with like their backgrounds like the entryway to the cat cafe was like you saw mm-hmm. everything it was just like a big like circle of couches um little decorations there's like all these like little framed pictures like that was really really cool your character's house is a fucking mess and you see that um it's great and yeah i i just really enjoyed like little details like that and i really appreciate it yeah i'm gonna keep playing this i'm gonna play finley and i'm gonna let you know how it is yeah please do i want to see me. what
1: you think because i loved it
0: that's good usually like really aggressive upbeat people um You know me, I I don't swing well with them, but we'll see. We'll see.
1: Yeah, she's not, like, I think she toes the line well of, like, not being too much.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. She's really cute, too, so it helps. Yeah, did you like the game overall? I did. I had
1: a lot of fun with it. I was really happy playing it.
0: That's good. That's good. I'm happy that we're all playing games that we kind of enjoy during this uh, weird quarantine time. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. very very thankful for that but yeah if you want to get hustle cat it is both uh, available on itch.io and steam um it was published and developed by date night O. caitlin am i saying that right i think so
1: i've never heard anybody actually say it out loud it is just date night and the letter o all one word
0: (laughs) um Yeah, you can get it now. I definitely suggest it. I think it's a really great quarantine game because you have, like, so much leeway. You get, like, quote-unquote, some uh, human interaction. And (laughs) it's nice. It's really nice. I I recommend it. I'm really happy with this month's choice. Let's get on to our uh, playlist of games. I'm so excited. Me too. All righty. Caitlin, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first?
1: I picked the game, so you go first.
0: All righty. Let me fucking... I had all my tabs up, and I closed them all before I went to go get White Claw. (laughs) So my first game that I suggest, uh, surprise here, it was on Apple Arcade, um, was called Legendary Warrior. And it's by a company that I talked about before called Oink Games. Um, I know, I think last month or two months ago, I talked about a game called Takeshi and Hiroshi about brothers and one brother developing a game for his little brother. Um, Mm -hmm. This is the same company. They use similar style in their uh, battle system. So like turn-based and very like 2D, very cute. But like, I think the story to this is really fucking sick. So you play as, like, a ram who's, like, just a literal, like, legendary warrior. Um, there was this kingdom and just, I I wouldn't say race, but, like, I guess, like, a, a group uh, called Argus, I believe. And they ruined his town. Um, mm-hmm. They just, like, obliterated it. So he's trying to find out what he can do to, like, either seek revenge, to kind of pick up the pieces where they left off. And just kind of, like, save everyone from not being fucked up from, like, this group of, like, shitty-ass people. You play as, like, this little cute ram named Sofa, uh, Safo, not Sofa, Sofa's Furniture. Yeah, Safo. And it's just, it's really fun. I played it for, I think, with my week of gaming, I played it for about six hours, and It's really cool. There's so much to do on the maps. This game I think is older than Takeshi and Hiroshi. I think Takeshi and Hiroshi came out last year and Legendary Wars came out the year before. But there was so much to do and like they're still adding on to stuff. So like even if you catch up, I know maybe like within a couple months there's going to be like a new level with new stuff and new enemies to do. And the palette is very brown. I can tell you guys that if you don't like the color brown... You're not going to like the start of this game, but things do change. And at first it's going to be kind of confusing because you kind of just jump into the game and like, you don't know what the fuck's happening. But after I think maybe 10 minutes of the game, they start explaining like, who's your character? Why is he so pissed? Why is he just fighting people? Who's this big knight that's just like fucking following you? Um, it's, It's a wild game. And I wouldn't expect this from... The same company that made such a heartwarming game, um, you know, the month before that I played it. But, um, yeah, you can get it on Apple Arcade. I think it's only available on iPhone and iPad. Um, again, it's by Oink Games. It's this really cool company uh, from Japan. I know they have, like, two more games. I'm probably going to play those and see what's up. Fuck yeah. Yeah. was what's your game?
1: Uh, so, my first game... Uh, oh, disclaimer, all of my games are games I got codes for, so, just so y'all know, ethics, whatever. Um, so my first game is called In Other Waters, and it is a game that was developed by Jump Over the Age and was published by Fellow Traveler. And it is a... It's basically, like, a point-and-click game. Um, it's about this um ecobiologist who is um on a different planet. So I'm assuming it's like future it, it it's like sci-fi futurey mm-hmm. But so she's on um this other planet in the ocean of this planet doing research, and she is in a suit that is inhabited by an AI, and you are playing as the AI in the suit. So she is locked out of certain operations, so you control the suit, and she will like talk to you, and you can either answer with yes or no. and then um, she'll tell you how to do things to pilot the suit. And so you're basically trying to get around in this ocean and take samples of the life that's there. And you're also trying to figure out like what happened. To the person who was there before you doing research, because there seems to be some like weirdness as to why they're not there anymore. Mm -hmm. I think it's hard because the concept is really cool, but the game itself is like pretty slow um, and kind of confusing as to like where you're supposed to be going and what you're supposed to be doing. Um, And it's definitely meant to be more of like a pretty thoughtful game than like something that's like meant to be, I think. Consumed for fun, mhm, but if you're into that kind of thing, it does seem dope. It ended up not really being for me, but
0: um you know, so it goes would you would you like suggest the game to be someone that is like willing to invest, not something that's just like pick it up, have it for fun, and then play it, like maybe
1: I think if you like like artsy, thoughtful games and you like stuff that's dealing with like sci fi and like the beauty of nature that kind of stuff I think that you would like this it's just it wasn't really my jam but I think there's definitely an audience for it
0: interesting cool I mean I'm looking it up and like the art's really cool it's definitely art for sure Mm -hmm. um
1: yeah it's pretty and the concept is cool I just like personally for me the execution is not mm -hmm. ideal but like, again, I think there are definitely people who this would be very much their yeah, shit.
0: And that's valid. And that's why we have this show. So people can check it out and play it themselves and love it themselves. Nice. Okay, cool. Um. So my second game is going to be Grindstone from Capybara Games. It is, surprise, another mobile game. Um, Really, really just loving this fucking Apple Arcade and really going for mobile gaming. I think it's it's really fun just to have it there, just like tiny little screen, um, having so much adventure. And it's just like very different from playing for my PC and my, you know, PS4 and just like just using my thumbs. Um, so Grindstone is actually a game that I started playing in January. So January, I went to go visit uh, Uppercuts in San Francisco. And it was really fun. And while Andrew was talking about, like, games he think I would like, he mentioned this one. That was a mobile game. And because at the time, me having an iPhone was pretty new. He's like, you have to download it. You're going to really like it. Me and other friends have been playing, and we, like, send each other screenshots of, like, our, like, records of, like, whatever it is the game is doing. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, I can tell you now, when I was downloading, I'm like, I don't like the way. Looks, I don't want to fucking play it, um, but I ended up loving it. It's kind of like a it's it's a puzzle game that's sort of like bejeweled, but also like connecting all like the fours and like whatever is the same. And I think what really gets me, I think there's a theme going on, is just the songs in the game, just kind of the not songs but sound design. So all those fun sounds that like you know sound designs like are really good for. Um, they're insanely fucking loud, and I know they're doing it on purpose, and this is, like, some weird form of, like, ASMR for me, and that's what keeps me coming back, because I'm just, like, you know what I would really, like, right now, while I'm, like, 3 a.m. in a haze, like, not being able to go to sleep, is just to hear a nice, like, squish, a nice, a nice little swoosh, um, so I turn on my phone, and I start playing that game, um, figuring out puzzles makes me feel really smart, um, other people mm-hmm. know I fucking don't like puzzle games. I hate it because I don't want to be thinking too hard. Um, the one other game that I really enjoyed with puzzles was overland, and that was really cool um but this made me feel so good about myself and I don't know because it was just easy, but like I was I was doing it and I was getting through them and it's it's so much fun and getting that satisfaction of like the longest things that you can connect together in like kind of like a bejeweled way is so good so sometimes I get streams of like 17 little same colored monsters all together and I just feel so good because that doesn't happen before maybe my record before was 13 now it's 17 and now I'm figuring out how to get like a 20 record which is like I think the whole thing uh the whole like little map the art is definitely not my style it's very like cartoon network um like 2010s era so like think of like adventure time um i wouldn't say it's like steven universe or like gumball but it's very um heavy line art and just like over the top detailed barbarians with like really goofy faces and that's really funny but the art style is definitely not for me but i know people who really love that cartoon style um mm-hmm. but regardless of the fucking art um i'm still fucking playing it and the sound design is just really getting me. And I think I'm just, like, really into ASMR and I should really, really talk to someone about it. But it's it's fun. It's it's really fun. Um, Caitlin, I think you would like it to just, like, play on, like, I don't know, like, on a break or, like, while you're on your airplane coming to see me or something. Like, <laughs> it's just, it's really, really cool. And I am really thank Andrew for, like, showing me this game. It's It's really neat. Um, This game is available on, uh, let's say, it's available on iPhone, iPad, I believe it's on Android, but it is not on Steam or any other console. Yeah, it was a really fun game. Hell yeah. Yeah, I remember watching
1: Andrew like showing it to you and like it definitely seemed very like cute and neat.
0: Yeah, it's 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 a funny game and I'm really happy that I like I'm still playing it today and it's like mid-April and usually like I give up on games after like a month, you know? So yeah it says something. I'm really happy about it. Yeah, Keelan. Yeah. Who's your next
1: game? My next game is um another dating sim. It is called Later Daters. And it's from uh Bloom Digital Media and they uh put out uh they've put out a different visual novel before called um Long Story which I played. I made a video about like God like a year or two ago now. Um and that was dope. So I was very excited for this. Um and it's cute. It's a dating sim where you play as an uh older person, like a I, I think you're like 70 something mm-hmm. in the I think is what it says. I can't really remember. Yeah, it, it goes with like your older. Yeah, and your character has uh suffered from a bout of um vertigo that has made it so their doctor doesn't think it's safe for them to stay stay living alone
0: anymore Mm
1: -hmm. um so you move to this retirement community and then you start meeting like all these other residents and they kind of end up being the people that you can um date or become friends with or whatever and it's really cool it's once again super inclusive it has a lot of different um gender options it has options about like your sexuality uh, and like two if you had a partner at one point or not um regardless of gender you can choose to have been single your whole life and the main character is a person of color um and it's it's all just really dope um i think it's kind of funky because they're only they're releasing it in parts so what's out right now is only the first three chapters um which in a dating sim
0: is a little funky to me. It's very yeah. It's it's very uncommon. I I've never heard dating sims doing that. The
1: pacing in it is a little bit weird. It's especially coming off of long story, which like ironically giving it given its name is very long. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very like detailed multi chapter thing. Um, later, daters, is like the, what I played because I got the code and I played the first three chapters. It. I really, really like what's going on in it, but it does feel a little bit rushed. Um, but that said, it's still really fun. It's still really cute. I think it's nice to have like a positive take on like older senior citizen folks in games because we don't see that very often. Um, and there's a lot of really good representation across the board. The cast is very diverse in a lot of different ways. Um, and it's charming. And also the original soundtrack bops pretty hard.
0: It's really cool. I remember you showing it to me at PAX West last year, mm-hmm. and we were in a little booth, and that demo was really fun. Like, I was just like, oh shit, I get to be an old person. Um, I really, really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, I liked it a lot. Like, I do I do have some issues with it, um, mostly pacing-wise, but I still had a lot of fun with it. I'm excited to see the. I think it's five chapters. I'm excited to see the next part of it come out.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's gonna be cool. Um, for dating sims, I know before I said it was uncommon, but I think for choice space, I think it's kind of normalizing itself because we have like life is strange, and then like other games kind of just like introducing chapters. Um, so I, I think it's all right, but it is pretty funky for a dating sim because I always like expected everything to be there. Um. Yeah, I'm excited. Oh my god, that's so good. I'm happy that you liked it. So, uh, my last game is going to be Hyper Parasite. And disclaimer: I did get a code for this. Um, I also wrote a great snippet about it on my quarantine list. Right, it's up on uh, UppercutCrit.com right now. And this was a fun game to play. I thought, um the whole theme of it was really cool so it's very inspired by 80s synth like not simp i said simp uh synth synth s y n t h and that whole aesthetic and style is really cool to me as it is with a lot of people and the music was really awesome too it was very synthy very like if you like blade runner um if you liked other games uh not other games sorry like stranger things soundtrack i think you would really really like the soundtrack on this game um it is a roguelike and i am not too fond of roguelikes and it's a very like love and hate relationship because it it does keep me going it does make me want to play it for eight hours at a time but i'm very burnt out for them and that's why i don't play them very often um so mm-hmm. to get to what it is uh hyper parasite you are a hyper parasite you are this gloopy <laughs> fucking blue jelly thing that's just like walking around um looking for host bodies to take and there is a fucking various like variety of characters that you can host body and once you host and like attack them and take them in you can control uh their weapons you can control their attacks and use it against other people um to get what you want to get through levels to get stronger host bodies there's going to be some host bodies with like a lock button in front of it because you haven't killed them or collect their brain to bring back to this really cool shopkeeper that like knows your hyper parasite, but is like really cool about it and is all for it. And is like, yeah, man, like destroy the whole fucking town, do it. I'll fucking help you. And what an ally, right? (laughs) God, I wish I had that. And. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's really cool. And the whole system is like, you just, every time you go into a new little mini level in your map, um, you have to break absolutely everything because you want as much money to have to be able to unlock um, the people that you beat in. So after you beat like an, a locked enemy, um, they have an option for a brain. You want to host that brain. You take the brain back to the shopkeeper. And once you put that into like a weird vessel thing that's in the shop, um, it'll tell you like, okay, this is brain belongs to like this sort of enemy. This enemy is going to cost this much money. And that's where you have to like just make sure with every single level, you break all the barrels, all the boxes, um, all the cars if you can to gain more money so you can get that enemy. Because every time that you die, you rise up enemies. Sometimes you're like the low level enemies. So sometimes you're a cop that just shoots. Um, They have, I think, one little character that I wasn't really fond of. Um, I just didn't like the idea of a homeless man being a bad guy. Um, But uh, the guy he would his attacks would be like throwing a car or just like shoving a car at you um and another low-level enemy I think that was like not locked was like a paper girl and she would throw uh, newspapers so (laughs) it was it's funky and every time you go unlock one um you have a chance to like every time you die you can just end up as that person again but you have to be very careful because host bodies do end up dying and if you end up dying you're just the hyper parasite and you have, like, one attack, which is just shooting, um, like, this, like, little blue light. But it's it's very easy to die, especially if you're in a boss battle. You're kind of like, fuck. Oh. Um, but I really liked the music. I really liked enjoying and, like, burning out through it. Um, For people who like roguelikes, uh, I definitely recommend this for you. This is a new game that came out, I think, this month. And I think they're just going to be adding more and more. Um, it's really cool to see definitely, definitely like a different art style. And yeah, yeah. So Hyper Parasite is made by Troglobytes Games and it is available now on I think all platforms. So PC, uh, PC PS4, Switch, and Xbox. Yeah. L E. Yeah.
1: Okay. So my last game is called A Fold Apart. And it was developed and published by Lightning Rod Games. Um, I originally saw it at PAX West last year, and I played through a demo, which is the first chapter of the game. I have now played through three or four chapters of it. I'm not done yet, but I will be because I'm going to write something um, about it. But I wanted to cover it kind of in more of like a general review capacity for this. Um, But basically, it is a puzzle game about a long distance relationship. So, um, at the beginning you get to choose if you are in a queer relationship or not. Um, and then one person moves away to pursue a contract architect job. That's a big deal for their career. And the other person stays in the place where they were both living, um, to continue being a teacher and stuff like that. And so every level of the game is kind of showing how they're dealing with being apart and the insecurities that come from it and stuff. And um, it's framed a lot through text messages. And uh, in between these conversations, the two different characters have to traverse these puzzle levels. And it's all kind of based on like the idea of folding paper. So um, the solution to every puzzle is figuring out how to fold the environment to get you to where you need to go and so it'll be like there will be a bridge on one side of the paper but you're on the other so you have to like flip the paper over and fold something like fold the edge to connect the bridge and then get on the bridge and then unfold it and like flip it back around and I don't think I'm doing a very good job of visually explaining it but it is very much just like manipulating the environment through like physically turning it around and folding it and stuff. Um and it's cool. It's kind of I'm definitely in the same boat as you, Monty, of like solving puzzles makes me feel smart because I'm super bad at them. <laughs> um and since it's a new game that the embargo is literally today, uh well, as you're listening to it, it, it will be today. It's technically tomorrow, but um yeah it's so yeah there's no guides or anything for it yet so I have been figuring out all the puzzles by myself and they do a good job of giving you like the tool set to figure it out um which I think is really cool and there's also like a very robust hint system if you need it
0: we played this at also Pax West last year right Mm -hmm. nice I remembered it I was like oh yeah they gave me a little origami thing it was nice Uh, yeah it was really cute yeah the manipulation like reminded me like every other manipulation game that this says like it reminds them of Fez. um it's it's really neat i think the characters are really adorable um and they're yeah like you mentioned it like they are very like they're very gay friendly Mm -hmm. i can date my wives already but yeah no this this game is really fun i agree it's really cute
1: It's cute. I'm gonna, yeah, it's been hitting me pretty hard just because of the uh, material, Mm. but, um, it's good, it's very sweet, and I think it's, like, it's nice because it's, like, very earnest and honest about, like, what's hard about that situation, um, while still, like, it's not, like, like, I've cried a lot playing it. But that's, like, because of, like, my personal life. Mm. But I don't think it's, like, overly sad. Like, so far from what I've played, like, even when the characters are feeling, like, insecure or hurt, they're, like, working through it and trying to deal with it in a healthy way. And that's really nice
0: to see. Yeah, it's a love story. And I'm happy that you're playing a game that's kind of hitting you. It makes you face your your feelings and and talk about them. Yeah. Yeah, it's not always fun, but it's nice sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. This is another month of really fucking sick games, Caitlin. Mm-hmm. Wow. Look at us. We're really gamers. This is great. We
1: out here gaming. Um.
0: But yeah, yeah. So all the games that we have. Pulled apart, warrior, uh, grindstone and para- like hyper parasite. These are all games uh that you should play. They're really fun. Uh Hustle Cat, I definitely fucking recommend because it's very fun. Mm-hmm. And there's cats. And if you don't like cats, this will make you like cats. So also if you
1: play it, tell us who you romance.
0: Please, please let me know how Reese is because like I don't like the little like attitude types, cause I will punch them in the face. Um, if you guys play Reese, let me know how it goes. But this is really good. Um, another reminder, uh, again, if you are listening to this and were affected by um the whole EGM at uh madness, please send us your pitches at uppercut pitches. That's plural with an S at gmail.com. Our pool closes on Friday, but the pitch window is open till the 24th. And we want to be able to help you um. The community really, really came together. And we, uh, for the past day, have been just really astounded and don't feel like time is real. And it's it's just really nice and heartwarming. And I'm really happy that we're going to be able to help so many fucking people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Um, so that wraps up this month's playlist on here on Indie Mixtape. Kaelin, where can people best reach you?
1: Uh, you can find me on twitter.com at C and 8 bars.
0: And you can follow me over at Fried Monty on Instagram and Twitter. Indie Mixtape is a product uh, by Uppercut where you can find all social media under Uppercut Crit. If you'd like to chat with us and friends, make sure you join our Discord. The link will be in the show notes. And don't forget to rate and review us. It helps out tons and we appreciate it so much.
1: So, and if you're feeling extra frisky, you can support us on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash uppercutcrit, just like these rad people who are at our producer level or above. Uh, We have a lot of new ones, so thank you all so, so much. Uh, Our Patreon producers, as of this current recording, are Abnormal Mapping, Adept7777, Adrian Arock-Williams, Andrea Renee, Andrew Rivera, Andrew Sherman, Barrett Courtney, Chris Nelson, Colton Crow, DJ Kento, Eli Burke Moss, Eric Jin, Eric Sapp, GameCrash.co.uk, jenny Wu, Jared Shu, JV Gwaltney, Jesse Peterson, Jesse Vitelli, Cam Koenig, Kenneth Shepard, Lucas Lyon, Matthew Flowers, Michael Diaz Suarez, Mikey Phillips, Numerus Mon Alameen, Optional Objectives, Phil Villar, Quinton Hoffman, Sean Martin, and Tyler McCall. That was a lot of people. Thank you so fucking much.
0: Seriously, thank you. Holy shit.
1: Yeah. Um, y'all are rad. Everyone who supports us is rad. Thank you. Um, we're still a little overwhelmed by everything that's been happening.
0: Um, but yeah. Yeah. All right. This wraps up this episode. Next month is uh May, and we'll have another one then. Thank you. I'm still <laughs> very overwhelmed. I literally don't know how to talk today. Thank you for listening. Have a great day. Bye. <laughs> Welcome to They, Them, There's, a monthly non-binary discussion podcast.
1: We're here. We're queer. Let's talk about it.
0: My name is Joe.
1: And my name is Rain.
0: We're non-binary, and once a month we sit down and we talk about gender. 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 <laughs> we talk about our experiences with gender expression, pronouns, and other parts of the trans and non binary experience. We also talk about a lot of anime and music that we like and relate to.
1: And our cats.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you can listen at theorangegroves.com or search They, Them, Theirs on your podcast app of choice.
1: Until next time, take care and remember, nice gender.